The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host... A jelly donut! David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you, and I care. Barry Stein. I'm going to use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And today, it feels like a vacation because we just gave birth to another Two Guys Smoke Shop anniversary party. And it feels like a vacation because we have Scott Week from Recluse Cigars here. And his new cigar is a vacation, so he says. We'll be the judge of that. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Welcome back, Scott. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Thanks for coming up. You came for the anniversary, and you came to launch a new cigar. I'm just so glad you dressed up to be on the show. I tell you, nothing but the best. So you you created a product, and we're calling it Like a Vacation, right? Yes, a mini vacation. Mini vacation. Mini vacation. Because that's what cigars are, right? That's right. Especially this cigar. Exactly. So, Barry, tell us about this cigar. Well, today's first cigar is Los Cabos. And it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for recluse cigars. The size is a six and a quarter by 50 Toro, and it features a San Andreas wrapper over an Indonesian Sumatra binder with fillers from Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, and the good old USA, Pennsylvania to be specific. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package. A single cigar will set you back $8.69, while a box of 24 is $178.99, which is a savings of almost $30 or 14% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So, beautiful cigar. It's got the toothy wrapper on it. We have one, two, three bands on it, or so it appears. I smoked one earlier, which was very smart what you do, this first and second band. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's awesome. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Huh? Ah. Yeah. It's actually one band, and it's separated in the front and the sides, so that uh, when you're smoking the cigars, you want to remove the band. Everything comes off at once, so you don't have to play with it or flexicute anything. You just take the And it's got this blue color, um, the oddest blue color. It's called... Sexy Smurf Blue. (laughs) (laughs) And this comes from Vanity Smurf over here. Because if you're watching this and not listening to podcasts, if you're on YouTube or uh, Facebook Live or whatever you're on, you'll see uh, the beautiful blue band. And uh, adoring that is this entire outfit today. 
is uh, Mr. Jonathan, who has who happens to have a suit that's that exact same color. <laughs> yeah. So you wore it, uh, and uh, a foot band, a silver foot band at the bottom. You you've done everything you can. Yeah, you're really yes. taking care of this. You get a little bit of damage sometimes on mostly Connecticut shade stuff, and you you guys are a big fan of the foot band. To keep that protected, but you also cellophane it. Yes, we cellophane it to make sure that the cigar uh, ends up in the end consumer's hand the way that we uh, shipped it out from the factory so that we make sure everything is perfect and lives up to that mini vacation standard that we set for ourselves. All right, so this is brand new. It's not everywhere by any means. Uh, It just launched. Uh, and we were lucky enough, and you were nice enough to include this into the care package so that we have 700 people that have the cigar with us also. I want to want you all to look at the wrapper on it. And this is, if, you, if you're going to say toothy, what is toothy on a wrapper? I would say that, uh, you know, it has a, um, an authentic look from the original um, when it's in the hanging barn after the color turns. Yeah. And so it doesn't go through a whole bunch of uh, processes and things like that to make it look, you know, something that it's not. So it has a beautiful look naturally. Yeah. It has a velvety yeah. feel to it. Right. Sometimes you look at a wrapper that, that has a bit of tooth to it and, and you, it's almost like sandpaper. This is more like velvet. Pretty nice. Um, you know, not uh, no artificial things have been done to this to, no. to make it like this no. you, a lot of cigars do though you yes. know you look at a, a lot of things that they're, they're uh screwing around with it and i don't like when they do that but you, you, this is san andreas would you consider it maduro would you call it maduro well no. it's uh it's an it's actually an oscuro but we tell people maduro because it's easier to understand yeah maduro is a process of heating the wrapper leaf up to approximately close to 150 degrees and then all tobacco leaf has uh, sugar in it so when you heat the leaf up to 150 degrees what happens is the sugar crystals start to come to the surface of the leaf and it brings out a little more sweetness to mm. it an oscuro it, it gets its darker color through lengthy fermentation so it's not heated up it goes through the natural heat of the in the bales when the um, on the pallets when the during the lengthy fermentation because our fermentation is one of the best fermentations in the world we ferment for two years and for the people out there in radio land that don't understand what fermentation is uh, the longer that you ferment a leaf the smoother that it gets well because a byproduct of photosynthesis is ammonia it's sitting yes. in the leaf, and you've that's got right. to sweat that ammonia you, you, out. You've got to get that out, and that's done in that fermentation process. We wet down the bales as we cycle them, and then as the, the natural uh, heat and humidity from the Dominican Republic starts to heat those bales up, then what happens is the moisture starts to evaporate out of the bale, and it brings the ammonia out with it. So the longer that you ferment a leaf, the smoother it's going to get and the more ammonia is going to come out of that leaf. So we go through that two-year fermentation process to make sure that when our customers and your customers smoke the cigar, that they are going to get a cigar that's going to get them all the, give them all the flavor that they want to get out of the cigar, but they're going to get out clean. Yeah. You know? Well, it's like dehydrating fruit almost. You dehydrate uh, an apricot and you have a very concentrated apricot flavor without all that excess moisture. And that's really what you've done. You've concentrated that tobacco-ness. I love your descriptions. You're, an, you're a lyrical artist, <laughs> is what you are. Oh, my God. It's the suit. Yes. So now I want you to look at the cap of the cigar before we cut the cigar, because this is unique also in recluse, all recluse cigars right. now, right? Yes. That explain what's happening. You don't need a cutter on the cigar. That's right. That's part of the whole mini-vacation 
concept. When we make a cigar, we make it so that you don't have to change the cigar's diapers. You don't have to babysit it while you're smoking it. We like to make an effortless smoking experience for you to enjoy. Uh, the cap, what we do is the way we make it, you don't have to cut it to smoke it unless you want to. Uh, but all you do is you squeeze the the sides of the cigar and the cap makes a popping sound just like this one. So did. if we get the camera here, Ed Sullivan, I'm going corner to corner yep. and I'm just going to give it a little pinch and there's the pop right there. That was perfect. And then while you're, while you're squeezing the sides of it, you want to hold on to it with one hand and you want to pull over and grab the flap with the other hand and it comes right off and it's ready to smoke right off the bat. Unbelievable. Boom. Already cut for you, ready to go. Uh, or if you're a traditionalist and you want to cut it, that's okay too. Yeah, we're easy to get along with here at Recluse Cigar Company. You can do what you want. This is a free country. So I'm going to cut mine, and it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So I've done it both ways, and they both work. I just wanted to get that commercial in, and <laughs> there you it. go. On the cold draw, you sometimes don't like my flavors, so I'm going to preface go. this. It's barbecuing. It's not barbecuing. Where we're going? <laughs> this is this is rum raisin ice cream, but just the flavoring of the rum raisin. None of the creamy. Get rid of the ice cream part. It's the rum raisin. You get that that sweetness balanced with a little a little spice component from the rum on the cold draw. I'm definitely in the boat with you on that description. Ah. I'm in the boat with you. Not many people ever do. Yeah. He's usually <laughs> all by himself on an island. Is rum raisin got me. Rum that, raisin. You had me at rum raisin. How do you know he's right? Rum raisin. Woof. <laughs> anything? Rum raisin? Anything? Huh? City slickers. City slickers is correct. Rum raisin. <clears throat> do you ever see city slickers? I did see slitty, uh, slitty slickers. I did city. see city slickers. Yeah. You've been sampling some of that rum, haven't you? <laughs> you might have to hit the buzzer on that one. Yeah, the, um, the two uh, ice cream guys I were saw talking it, about the flavors, and they say rum raisin. Yeah. And he gets it. I'm going to pretend like I remember All that right. part of it's it. Greatest part. Google it. All right. Yeah. YouTube that thing. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Glock. And since we're on a mini vacation, I wanted to use a lighter that is perfect to bring on vacation because of its plastic body. It's almost undetectable by the x-ray machines. You just throw it in with your shaving supplies and you are all set. This is a single action lighter, meaning you press the button and the top flips open. You got three jets in line. You got an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. And even though it's got this very slim design, it does feature the patented Vertigo big ass tank. The Vertigo Glock for $14.99 at your finer tobacco retailers. I love the way the jets are next to each other. They're yep. like in line, like you said, side by side. That's wonderful. Yep. And if you're in Aruba on your vacation and the winds are going like crazy, you need a jet lighter. You're trying to light that cigar with a match on a windy beach. It's not happening. Yeah. Uh, here's one more trick on the Vertigo Glock, by the way. Because the, the jets are in line, you have the wind blowing at the back of the flap, mm. and it shields ah. the jets so you, they, they will not blow out. What do you call that? Accidental genius? Correct. Oh, they, yeah. I'm sure they did it on purpose. It's all They, they know what they're doing. They're uh, making moves, and they're killing it. You see, see how the light is moving in this place. It's crazy. Um, okay, so what makes Los Cabos different than all other recluse cigars? Okay, so what we, what we try and do is we try and always – 
level up to the last unattainable bar that we set for ourselves, which uh, makes for some interesting conversations at the factory. Uh, we, uh, we always try and step up our game every single level. So all of our cigars that we created since the beginning, our, our first blend came out in 2012. And what we try and do is we try and get as much flavor into the cigar that we can and keep that level of smoothness that we always have been known for. And uh, so with the Amadeus Los Cabos, what we tried to do was take that flavor up a couple of more notches, which is very difficult with that and maintain that smoothness. Uh, And we were able to obtain that with this cigar. It was a little bit of a headache, you know, a lot of trial and error, but we were able to perfect it. And so this cigar on the football field of flavor. Uh, there is no 85 yard line on a football field, but for the sake of explanation on the football field of flavor, this cigar is on about the 75 to 85 yard line and really, really smooth all the way through. You ever had, uh, you ever done any barbecuing yourself? Uh, uh, yes, I have the slow and low once a year. Yeah. We're talking about real barbecue, not put a hot dog on the grill, right? Right. Okay. No, I haven't. (laughs) If you, if you go slow and low with a, with a big, uh, chunk of beef and at the end you're what you're looking for is to create some burnt ends so you add add another rub to it to it at the end and you get those tips of the beef to kind of caramelize a bit and get a little charcoal flavor to them and that's what i pick up off this it's a very meaty flavor but right up with those burnt ends is there's a little char components delicious thank you that means you get it right According to Ed Sullivan, <laughs> and if you notice when you when you when you enjoy these cigars, I, I won't speak for you, but I'll speak for me. What I always notice when I enjoy the cigars that me and Jr. Dominguez create is that they stimulate all the senses of the palate at the full same palate time. engagement. Yeah, you never get a hit in the back of the uh, throat with any cigars that we make. You never get a hit in the back of the tongue, the front of the tongue, the sides of the tongue, because your palate has several different sensory perceptions: uh, salt, at acidic. Uh, sweetness and so all of our blends are created so that they stimulate all the senses of the palate at the same time which is what a blend is supposed to be yeah a blend is supposed to be something that um, carries you through the cigar Uh, every cigar has got a story to tell you can't jump chapters you got to read the book page by page and we don't want to tell you the story the cigar has got to tell until you get close to the end of the book. We want it to, at the end of the book, we want you to see that the cigar was a novel. It didn't make a, a situation where you're sweating from the nose or anything like that. We wanted to make sure that it's a mini vacation all yeah, the way Yeah, you're relaxing. Those, That's right. You don't want to fight with a cigar. Exactly. You don't want to fight with a cigar when you draw on it. That's right. You ever and, get a cigar and it's a tight drawer and you're fighting with the damn thing the whole time? Or you got to catch up. With the, it's burning one right. side or the other. and So a lot of things go into it so that the draw is perfect. Be- before you get into the draw, just going back to that flavor with the palate engagement, one of the ways that I know that you're not completely full of S when you talk about that it's two years of aging and eight fermentation cycles is if you ever smoke a cigar and it stings the back of your throat, that is your body telling you that there's ammonia present. And there can be no ammonia if you're aging it for two years. So that's one way. And, and we take, we smoke cigars for a living. We smoke an awful lot of crap so our customers don't have to. And when someone gives us some BS story of this has been aged for two years and you light it up and the back of your throat's itchy and you feel like you need to drink a water, well, we know that that person's not telling the truth. And you don't get that with this. And we get 700-something with, people. With all the Amadeus. Correct. Recluse Amadeus. They're all, they're all 
Very, very smooth in that respect. I mean, we named the Habano the Cigar of the Year. And as, as great as that was, what do you come out with after? The Connecticut of it. And it's like, oh, my God. So there was something a little milder than Habano. Right. And now here's the one even stronger Barry, than Barry, would Habano. you consider that a gra- your grandfather's Connecticut, the Amadeus? Yes, yes, I would. Yes, would you? <laughs> yeah. I would. Okay. <laughs> Barry's, got a, Barry's got a palate. That is a full flavored palate, right, Barry? I prefer full flavored cigars. Now, I do enjoy an Amadeus Connecticut in the morning with a cup of coffee, but as the day progresses. So I'm going to tell you a story, and I'm not going to say who I was with, but I was with somebody yesterday driving in the car, and he was reading a review that had come across his cell phone, Mm -hmm. and it was wild. It was the craziest things and all this stuff, and everybody was making fun of this guy of what his review was. You know exactly what you're talking and about. And then he looked at it and said, oh, my God, it's you guys. This is this is Barry, and it was you. Yep. That's all. I just want to say. And I, he'll, hey, he'll but name, at least I don't see, get Chinese pea pods like this guy know, over we, here. We had an event in our Seabird <laughs> location yesterday, and uh, you drove Scott and J.R. Dominguez around, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, just, uh, I'm not saying anything. I'm but going. It was J.R. making fun of Barry. He does that. That's it. I'm never making coffee for him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Barry makes the best coffee he, in the world. He didn't even realize it was you. And it was just everybody getting into it and saying, oh, well, my because God, this caramelized uh, Whatever the catch. JR's a tobacco guy, <laughs> yeah. so when he smokes a cigar, he tastes Criollo. Yeah, yeah. He tastes Habano. He doesn't taste raisins. Yeah, and he's saying, Do you really <laughs> taste these things? You know, <laughs> how does this happen? I don't understand. I have, to, I have to ask you a question, though. You're over here in blue and white shorts, your green shirt, questionable hat. Did you t- did you do the whole vacation thing so you don't have to dress up for your events? Yeah. And, you know, the strategy is everything, man. <laughs> Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So we're going along with the whole mini vacation thing. But uh, to answer your the short answer to your question is yes. He's, uh, <laughs> yes, his it's luggage got lost. In the genius. Mail. You know? He's got cold beers going all the time, and uh, he's got suntan lotion. He's got his whole thing going. Yeah, on. we got the beach towel out there for the event, and we got the suntan lotion out there, and a cooler full of Corona beer with ice. So we're going with the whole mini vacation. Do you want to share if there's the, alcohol the downstairs that you didn't do today that we had talked about the possibility of Oh, God. that's up to you. It, I would imagine up. mama said no. <laughs> <laughs> if there's alcohol downstairs, I, I want to know why there's idea. no alcohol up Barry's there. wife wouldn't let the blow up doll leave the house is what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> L- last, Nailed it. Last night. Nailed uh, it. <laughs> you didn't even know, but nailed it. <laughs> That's true. You hit it right on the buzzer, man. <laughs> yes, uh, somebody last night, uh, which would be sitting to the far left of the table over here, it'd be your right if you're looking at Radio Land. This guy over here says, uh, you know, the only thing missing is a girl in a bikini. I said, well, who wants that drama? So uh, I said, why don't we go pick up uh, a blow-up girl in a bikini, you know. And, uh, of course, we'll Barry's her, name came up. Put her in the chair and put a cigar in her mouth. And Dave says, let's call her Re- Recluse Ruby. I like and that. So, but then uh, he said, well, I got to check with Mama on that. And, <laughs> and uh, I guess Mama put a veto Denied. on it. So. <laughs> could have called me. I would have just brought one from home. There we go. So uh, <laughs> I had uh, hope you hosed it down right. before you brought it. 
There's no need of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had interrupted you. Dave was asking about the draw, and that that's something about all of your cigars. Typically, when you box press a cigar, you get a restriction on the airflow. And for whatever reason, you guys have no restriction on the airflow. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, that's all part of uh, the thought process of the mini vacation as well, because we want you to have an exceptional experience every time you pick up one of the products that we take so much time to make. The, uh, the draw is a labor of love, and I do accentuate the word labor. Uh, we use, an, you know, 95% of the worldwide factories, what they do is they fold their filler leaf. It's folded, if you can think of out there, of a road map or an accordion, they fold their filler leaf back and forth and they bunch it and then they put the binder leaf on it and put it in the press. Uh, what we do is an old Cuban tradition from 100 years ago. There's very few factories in the world that do this, but it's a process called intubao, which is a Latin word for tubing. And what that is, is we take each filler leaf by hand and we roll them separately. And then we pull those separate rolls together, and then we put the binder leaf on it. That must make it so you can make way more cigars, right? Oh, no. It cuts our production down by 30%. No kidding. We can't roll as many cigars as everybody else does, but every cigar that we make is perfect and effortless on the draw because of that process that we go through. And you'll see that if you're smoking the cigar. You're going to see that at the, at the ash. Look at the foot uh, yeah, you get where it's burning. You see those swirls. Yeah. When you smoke somebody else's cigar... Even top-line cigars, it doesn't matter. You're going to look, and it's going to look different to you than this because there's very few people that, that bother doing this. It slows production down. Yes, it does. And um, the, uh, the box pressing goes hand-in-hand hand with that. Uh, a lot of people, you know, um, they don't understand why cigars are box-pressed. And the box pressing is a process. You need three things for combustion. You need fuel, air, and heat. Okay? So when you take a round cigar and you box press it, what you do is you compress the airspace in the blend. And that forces the cigar to burn slower and burn cooler. Now, I don't know if, if uh, how many people out there have ever smoked a cigar, a round cigar, and then it gets a strawberry on the end of it where it's, it's, it's burning all the way to a point and it starts getting hot and it gets really soft around the, the ash and down towards the middle of the cigar. And it starts to get hot and it starts to affect the flavor, brings out a little bitterness in it. Well, that's why we box press. So that does not happen. So the, all of the recluse cigar products are box pressed so that you get a slow, cool burn from the, from the smoking experience. But then if, if we did the folded filler on that, I would not box press any cigars. Because you get a lot of restriction there. Now, when you box press a folded filler, a bunch filler, what happens is the draw is still decent, but it never lives up to its full potential. Where the magic happens is when you box press the cigar and you intubile roll it, okay? Then you get a cigar that burns slower, burns cooler, and has an effortless draw. And then with the two years of fermentation, you get all the flavor with none of the baggage at the end of it. That's why, and you don't have to cut it. That's why we call it a mini vacation. Yeah. You light it up, the cigar does the work for you, and you don't have to change its diapers. And it's a hearty wrapper that's going to be good outside wrapper. Yes. That's, right. You know, you get some light shade wrapper or something. Yeah. It's delicate. Uh, but even even your uh, Recluse Amadeus Connecticut, that wrapper is, and I, I often recommend that people don't take Connecticut shades out on the golf course because golf, believe it or not, is very rough on a cigar, and it has to do with how many times you pick it up and you put it down. Maybe it's picking up moisture off the ground. You know, someone doesn't have a, a cigar clip to hold it, so you can beat up a, a Connecticut shade wrapper, but your wrapper seems pretty hardy. Yeah, um, and, you know, speaking of that, um, that Amadeus white label Connecticut, that cigar was another innovation for us 
that we took a long time. Me and J.R. Dominguez, we had a we had a tiff over that because you know I really wanted that cigar to be box pressed, and box pressing a a, a shade uh, cigar is very difficult because the wrapper is thinner and it's yeah, more delicate. sensitive than a regular wrapper. So uh, basically, what happens is why a lot of people don't box press a shade cigar is because it pops the wrapper when they box press it. So we had to go through a process of figuring out a way to box press this cigar. And I don't want to say it on the radio because I don't want every other manufacturer in the world to knock me off on it. Yeah. Okay. But we went through a process of developing a pressing mold that could press that cigar and get it to that shape without breaking the wrapper. And, and again, like you said, that wrapper is also very durable. It's not as delicate as the normal Ecuadorian shape. So perhaps it's not your grandfather's Connecticut. No, it's not. Now, Barry's palate is very experienced. Barry's been smoking cigars for a long time, but I think just about any cigar is Barry's grandfather's Connecticut, okay, on on a Connecticut cigar. So, but in the market in general, okay, I I can recommend our Amadeus Connecticut to a full-flavored smoker, a medium-flavored smoker, or a mild-flavored smoker, and they all get something out of that cigar that they love. So it's got a universal appeal to it. It's just a little difficult to get a full-flavored smoker to try it. But once they do, they're like, wow, you were right. Because the way we blend that cigar, it's like plugging an electric guitar into an amplifier. Most Connecticut cigars are just the electric guitar that you're sitting with in your lap. You can hear the music, but it's not really, you know, it's not really prevalent. It's not singing. Yeah. But our... Amadeus White Label Connecticut is an electric guitar plugged into a stack of Marshall amps. There we go. Okay. It's the Eddie Van Halen of cigars. The Eddie Van Halen of cigars. <laughs> He'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. Right now, it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And, you know, I'm an early to bed type of guy. Early to bed, early to rise. This week, that's not the case because I'm with this guy. Plus, we had the anniversary party and all that. So the question here is, would you rather get up early or stay up late? What is oh. your choice? It's easy for me. Get up early. Really? Oh, yeah. As a guy that was a disc jockey all those years, years working I was miserable night? staying up till all hours of the night. And then my eyes open up in the morning. I, I'm up at Love 5.30. Love to get up early. I don't even have to ask Ed Sullivan because I, I see he'll put a, he'll, a answer a 5 a.m. social media tweet or something at 5 a.m. So usually by 3. 3 a.m. He's really early, early. Really early. And now the other guy, Barry Stein. It depends where you live. Like now I'm living here in New Hampshire. I'm in early to bed, early to rise. But when I lived in New York City in Miami, I was up till 3, 4 in the morning. There's no nightlife up here. Yeah. I'd rather have the nightlife and stay up late. So you would rather stay up late? I would rather, but I live up here, so I, I do the reverse. Yeah. I'm up now at 5, 5.30 in the morning. That would be the end of my day in Miami. Go to work for 9 a.m. Okay. It was just a different lifestyle. All right. So we don't know Scott all that well. What kind of life do you lead? I'm, dun, dun, dun. I am, I am virginal in my life. I'm pure as the driven snow. Yeah. <laughs> Never been kissed. I'm not yeah. sure virginal is a word. Never been kissed. There's 90 minutes left to the show. Jonathan will uh, help you out with that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, if you like nightlife, that doesn't mean you're a bad guy. I'm, right? I'm with Barry. 
I would rather stay up late because a lot more exciting stuff happens uh, later oh, in the evening. There's nothing good that happens after 11 yeah, o'clock. That depends on where you're at, my friend. That's right. You're going yeah. to the wrong party. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather stay up late because there's a lot more, you know, people are a little more uh, loose in the evening. They do. There's a lot more funny stuff that happens. I like uptight. So yeah. I, figured, I, hang I, out with I figured both of you for that. Ed, would you rather that? If that's what you do, that's how you live your life. But would you rather or would you rather be a night guy and be that guy? Morning all the Morning. way. And Jonathan surprised at you because you were I a like- nightlife guy. But I, I did 12 years of nightclubs myself. Couldn't wait till I stopped that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just like being up before everybody. I got the house to myself. No one's disturbed me for a couple of hours. So the answer is early to bed, early to rise, three to two. So that's the winner over here in the VS uh, Victor Sinclair matchup of the week. That is the winner. So you guys got it wrong. I adapted. I'm up here now. I'm doing the early to bed. And, Still wrong. and your life is more you calmer. Got, you, got, you got married. Yeah. Things are, you know. No midlife uh, crisis going on. Yet. No, I already did that in Miami. Yeah. All right. So that's over with and all that. Yeah. But you're How a long do you think you're going to live? So, yeah. yeah. Well, midlife, I don't mind midlife being wrong. at 49, yeah. you're saying I'm going to live to 98, midlife. So I already did it. I'm I'm downhill at this point. Yeah, I would think you did it like around Nobody's gonna 27, that, 28. <laughs> so um, is, is this it for Recluse or you have more? Give me a break. I know. He's got a lot of stuff. Give me a break. I, a couple of years ago, before uh, um, the FDA came in, oh my God, you guys came out with like it was nine days of press releases. We peed on every fire hydrant in the cigar industry two years ago. So you got years and years of stuff coming yes, out. Yes, about fifteen years worth of stuff because we were pushing ahead of that FDA. Yeah, uh, August eighth, two thousand sixteen situation that we hope is going to be a predicate. We'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, we. We, you know, I didn't want to throw my cards out on the table, but we were forced to. Right. So we brought out nine new blends of recluse at the IPCPR uh, 2016 with 14 um, sizes in each wow. one. And uh, that was a uh, <laughs> mistake. No, Too no. Many? No, it wasn't a mistake because what we do is we released it. We sent it to uh, certain retailers. Uh, ahead of time so that we had the release and then each year what we're doing is we're showcasing one of those blends it's not a release anymore at the gotcha. ipcpr it's a showcase so this year we showcased los cabos okay gotcha. but we actually released it in 2016 now i have a pink suit so if you could showcase a cigar next year that has a pink box that would work for me we'll call it the uh, uh, amadeus salmon Ooh. Is that what you're calling it? I like salmon? that. Because we don't call it pink, right? We call it salmon or, or light, sea bass or something like that. Light red would be fine. Yeah. There you go. He calls it pink. I wear pink. We were talking earlier about possibly seeing Mr. Jonathan's closet. I would imagine that it would look like every color He came out of the closet years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Yo, you go in the closet and there's Mr. Jonathan. What are you doing in here? Haven't come None of again. your goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> Been here for years. Close the door. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Two Guys Smoke Shop's 3030 anniversary. It just happened. Who was there? Who won the prizes? And how did it play out? And we even have some sound from Ed Sullivan. Uh, we'll get to uh, Scott Week's hottest reaction. And, uh, or honest. Or honest. honest. We'll go with honest reaction. And uh, what we thought. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. 
1964, Padrón Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, with us, Scott Weeks from Recluse Cigars, and we're smoking the new Recluse, just released today, it's the Recluse Amadeus Los Cabos. Nice cigar, the most full-bodied, full-flavored cigar you make thus far. Yes. Okay. And you are a man of impeccable taste and character. Thank you. You like that cigar. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And the Los Cabos name became because the whole mini vacation concept. Um, I thought about some of the places I've been to in my life that I really had a great vacation at in Los Cabos. Mostly at the nighttime, not yeah. first thing in the day. Be honest. You were sitting at the computer going... Uh, no. Has this been taken? Yeah, damn it. <laughs> no. Has this been That's, taken? Damn you're not you're not far from the truth because Los Cabos, Los Cabos was it's actually available. Los Cabos was probably the, my tenth favorite place that I went on vacation, but it was the name that wasn't already uh taken. So nobody had used that to use that analogy again, nobody peed on that fire hydrant yet. So I said, Okay, Los Cabos is my number one favorite place for vacation now. And so. now you gotta go. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah, now I have to actually go, right? I wonder if you bring them and you hit up the restaurants and the hotels and things with the Recluse Los Cabos, they all should be carrying it, right? That way I can write the Los Cabos there trip off go. as a business Every expense, Every time right? you go, four times a year. That's right. Just four? You're right, just four. <laughs> and, um, you know, take care of business in the, in the morning, early in the morning, because you want to stay out late at night. 
because good things happen at 11 o'clock. That's right. Good things, go. especially in Los Cabos. Right? That's right. By the way, going back to the first segment, one of our uh, weekly listeners, Jason, he's willing to bet that you and Elton John have very similar closets. Ah. So he's not far off from that. <laughs> I, I don't have the big glasses, though. I've always regretted that. I should get the big glasses. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Do that. That would set that off. That would be awesome. It would. Yeah, I'd like that. You should do that. So not only did you come up here to uh, do the early launch for us with Los Cabos, which thank you very much for doing, but you also partic- participated in Two Guys Smoke Shop's 30-30 anniversary that we just had on Wednesday night. And if I hadn't have been invited... I still would have come and been banging on the door, making somebody let me in. Yeah, I love that anniversary party. When you when you got up on the and took the mic. Now, most of the manufacturers end up running out of, uh, or they forget what they're going to say when they get up there, and it becomes "Thank you, Dave, thirty three years, blah blah blah." And you took time to uh, really draw attention to Rocky Patel and thank him for all of that what he does for everyone in the industry. And why'd you do that? Because I had to say something nice about him because he drew my name out of the hat and eliminated the company. <laughs> okay. No, Rocky's my friend, and uh, I really appreciated that. I was in awe. You know, he, he was on Tucker Carlson tonight a couple of months ago. They gave him some airtime, and they gave him three minutes to permit to present the case for the cigar industry. Uh, Rocky used to be an attorney in L.A. before he got in the cigar business, and uh, he got – on that show and in three minutes he presented that attorney came out in him and he presented the best case for the premium cigar industry and like i said the other night you know i sat there and i read the comments for 30 minutes after that show and people that said you know they're saying i don't even smoke cigars but somebody's got to do something about this this is just wrong what they're doing to the cigar industry yeah so i was like wow you know i i mean he he sold me on it and i was like the comments from the people that didn't even smoke cigars, I mean, it was amazing. So I'd been looking for somewhere to either tell Rocky that or to say it in public. So I was just bursting at the seams to say that because I was so proud of him. So interesting yeah. that most multi-vendor events are set up kind of trick-or-treat style where you've got to go around to the well, different tables. To be honest, do they yeah, they don't want to really do that. They don't want multi-vendor events right. and be separated and all that. And Well, the, other, the flip side of that is... Anyways, the group that we had there, the, the 17 manufacturers, they all get along with each other, and they all realize that we're in this for the common good. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas we've been to other events, and it's, oh, you don't want to smoke that guy's cigar, you want to smoke my cigar. Yeah. It's unheard of for someone to get up and do what you did and pay homage to, to Rocky for what he does for the industry. Well, he's a good guy, and he works really hard. Yes, he is. Yeah. He, he earned it. Does. He earned every dime. Yeah, Rocky used to stay up late and get up early every morning. The guy was sleeping on four hours a night while he was trying to build his brand. The guy was working really hard, and, you know, I admired his work ethic. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't – you know, I got a lot of people that I've worked with over the years in this industry, and I love all of them. Yeah, you know, I nice. can't think of anybody that I would – say anything bad about and if i could i wouldn't yeah because my dad always taught me don't yeah. ever say anything bad about anybody if you don't have anything good to say just keep your mouth shut there we go you know but uh for the most part everybody's very very good in this industry yeah and we're in this together right you know even the retailer you the manufacturer the consumer we're in this together with cigar smokers we're all in this together so it's eventually going to hurt everybody whatever's going to happen with fda yeah. and this this industry you know um you know, guys and women, uh, you know, they work hard every day. They pay their taxes. They uh, they go through the stresses of life, paying mortgages, paying bills and all of that stuff. And very speaking just for the for the gentleman for a second, uh, very few things do 
men get to do where they get to, you know, they're not going into the strip clubs, you know, they're not out gambling all their family's money away, but they get to take some time to themselves to go to their local cigar store or cigar lounge and blow off the day, blow off the stress of everything they've got going in their lives. And I don't think the government should be interfering with that. These aren't 18 year old kids. These are grown men that are working hard every day, doing what they need to do to support the economy, support the government, support what we're doing here in America. And they need their time, yeah. you know, to take their mini vacation right. away from all that stress. Yeah. And I don't think that the government should be trying to interfere with that. They need to give the men of this country an opportunity to get away in a stress-free environment and relax and enjoy themselves. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Amen. Yeah. A Amen. grown-ass man. There we go. <laughs> Despite <laughs> what my suit says. That's right. <laughs> So uh, I've been doing these anniversary parties. I think the first year uh, was our eighth anniversary that I said, I'm going to start celebrating. It looks like I'm going to stay in this business, so I'm going to start celebrating these anniversaries. And how it happened is there was um, a um, cigar smoker was happening at the Ritz-Carlton in Boston. It was actually the first cigar smoker in the world that they would do this annual cigar smoker and everybody would get tuxedos and you'd go to it and you'd have the finest of everything. And I wanted to go and they wouldn't let me in. And I would keep trying to get going and they wouldn't let me in. I said, that's it. I got to do my own. So that's how the whole thing happened. And people look at this. We gave away a 1978 Trans Am smoking the bandit car. And we've done Rolls Royces and tanker trucks of gasoline and all kinds of different things over the years. But I want to take it back all the way from when we started this thing for other retailers that are listening saying, I can't do that. I can't afford to buy that car. The first year we did an anniversary party, the first prize was a box of cereal. That was the prize. It was a box of Wheaties. <laughs> but on the cover of the box of Wheaties was Red Auerbach. He was the coach of the Boston Celtics. And he was the known cigar smoker of Boston. Everybody knew him. And during the event, he came in, spoke to everybody, signed the box of Wheaties, and that was the prize at it. We got a lot of press over it and everything. And then it was from there, how do I top it? How do I top that? So then it became more elaborate prizes Honeycomb and things. Was and a cereal? Lunch, no, lunch meat. Well, yeah, lunch meat. <laughs> so year after year. So other people that are out there, listen, we, the whole thing is celebrate that we're cigar smokers. Let's get together in a, and not a trick-or-treat atmosphere, but a, a nice place, a sit-down dinner, dress up, and have a, a nice time. This is this, The anniversary party that you do every year is truly one of the top three events of the year in the cigar industry. I mean, every every year it's like a game show. Yeah. I think last year it had a let's make a deal theme. Last and year it, it was um, Simon Says. Simon oh, the year before that it was yeah, let's make let's a deal. Make, make a deal. And uh, every year it's a different type of theme. You don't really know what it is. It's kind of a surprise. And, for you know, I've been – uh, there, I think, for the last five or six years. I don't remember whether it's five or six, but every single time I'm like, okay, he's done. I don't know how he's going to top this. It's going to have to not be as good as this next year. And every year, it's better than it was the last he year. He just gets them to make the drinks a little cheaper so yeah, people drink more. That's the, that's the real secret. That's the key. And, and Dave gets up there on stage, and he like, and it's it's amazing. Guys have a chance to win a new car. Or they could walk away with a badminton set, you know. (laughs) know, So it's it's really funny. It's great. It's so well put together. Uh, You know, I don't know if it was a team of people that put this concept and how it works together. Of course, but we all work together. Yeah, man, what a great best thing that you said, by the way. So the first prize for everybody was a CB radio, and 
you got up and you said, all right, so we're going to give away uh, 24 CB radios. And uh, I expect tomorrow you guys will all have these set up and you guys can talk to all the other losers <laughs> because nobody uses these anymore. Right. And the only person on But we're be- giving it away anyways. And everybody had a chuckle. Yeah. That was great. And I, I saw one guy as he was leaving. He says, I, I have the... Um, the gift for whatever they do when they give away a gift at Christmas time and they a, a grab or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, the Yankee swap. Yankee swap. He says, "I'm all set because <laughs> this is it." You know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> keeping this one. But you know, obviously that was the connection to the smoking the band. Right. So there was lots of different prizes, and they got a chance to come back into it because the raffle tickets yep. get you into the last group, and uh, they they leave with a little something. <laughs> they walked in. They got a cigar jar humidifier. Filled with 17 cigars from the manufacturers. And let me tell you, everybody tries to outdo each other for the product they put no, in. No it's, not gonna be the, it's not going to be the bundle or the, right. the, the cigars that didn't draw well, the rip wrappers. And the, everybody's showing off, right? Yeah. Also, when you sit with the people you sit with, and I don't know if you did anything. Did you do anything with the people? That yeah, were we do the, the recluse Amadeus ashtrays, so we bring those with us. And I do like a little trivia thing, and whoever answers the trivia questions, uh, okay. and we count it down. So we do a little contest right. at the table. So and stuff, there's games fun. going on on every yeah. different table of what they have, and it's it's hard for me. And and it was great that you stayed, so I had some time with you. But I feel so bad for. All the manufacturers that come up that I, I have about five minutes with everybody because there's 500 people. Right. So how do you squeeze that in? You know, um, and it's, it's terrible because I did, you know, some of these people, Hochi Blanco who's never been to my store before, never come up here or anything. And there he is. And I said, oh, it's so good to see him. Whatever. Next thing you know, he was gone. Pass off, ash off. Yeah. It was over. So um, th- this event goes down. It's elimination, and it's brand after brand after brand. How'd you do? We fu- we made it to the final four this year. Okay. The, the, f- the first year that we were here, we were eliminated the first draw. Team Recluse was eliminated. And then the second year, I think we made it to number uh, – we were like the third team eliminated or something yeah. like that. This year, I really thought we were going to go all the way, but I was not holding my breath. I was just staying calm. I said, I think we're going to make it. I think we're going to make it. I think we're going to make it. And then uh, and one of the guys from your table made it into the top three, though. Yes, right? yes, Walter. Yes, yes, they did. Walter did, and um, it, it was you know one guy won the won the nineteen seventy eight uh, smoking the bandit replica Trans Am, and that guy was hardcore. He was not giving up for nothing. He wasn't going to take a deal. And I remember he was standing Wait, there. We with got a, a model kit. Yeah, yeah, you had a smoking the bandit model kit. Yeah. And somebody walked away with that. Yeah, and uh, that and a couple hundred bucks. Right. So yeah. we play games even with that. So I said, "Oh, I'll give you a couple hundred dollars for that model kit before you leave with it." And he's like looking at me. He goes, "No way!" And he opens it up, and there's hundred dollar bills hanging from it. And he's like, "Okay, I did good or whatever." And I think the last two guys, the, I think they were offered eight thousand five hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. To 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 walk away and to give up their chance to win it, and the one guy wanted to. Wanted to take the money, but that one guy, he was hardcore. Well, was, what's interesting, so yeah. you guys in the audience can't hear the exchange, but I'm standing right next to them. So the young kid says to the older guy, listen, I, I'll take the money, but I'll do whatever you want to do because you seem kind of jacked up about the car. And the guy said, I've been dreaming about this car for 40 years. Since the movie came out, it's the only car I've ever wanted to own, and I never get a chance, and I don't know when my next chance is, so I'm in this to win it, which is a drastic contrast to when we gave away the DeLorean, the guy that was the holdout was kind of a dick. Yeah. So 500 people stood up and were like, F you, when yeah. he lost. 
this this guy won, and the whole place erupts. They were so happy for him. Yeah, his name is Paul. He actually jumped in the air. He he. We got some serious height too. Right. For yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was very excited. It was nice what, to see him. What did the second place guy walk away with? A he, badminton set? No, he got a cooler. He got he a got cooler. Yeah, okay. cooler. Yeah. And the, and the one guy he held out. He was strong. He held out, didn't take the money, and he ended up winning the car, and it was just great. But he held out afterwards because, of all people, Nick Perdomo, who doesn't need another car, said, I'll give you $19,000 in cash. Give me the car. And the guy says, that's very generous, but no, I'm going to keep the car. $20,000. Yeah, it's not over when it's over. I'm all set. And then he goes to walk out to sign the paperwork, and someone hands him a card and says, $25,000 tomorrow. Cash. Cash. And he, he ended up not no. taking it. He says no. So there's and there's they're swapping these people win prizes out in the audience. They're swapping with yeah. other people or somebody else buys one of the prizes from them. It's nonstop of uh Nick bought two yeah. or three other prizes. Oh, really? We had to ship them to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he bought the leather jacket and he bought that craftsman uh tool set. Oh, he uh, bought the bandage bench. jacket? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Oh, he bought it off of somebody's back then because the one guy won it, right? Yep. So he went over and yep. negotiated. That, and the actually, the that. kid that won that is uh, was Nick Perdomo's son's best man in his wedding. Okay. So I don't know what the deal so was. So he got, with it, that, got it for free then. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I saw other people buying stuff. Yeah, I, I know our friend Tom oh, ended yeah. up with a few prizes. He loaded up. So. Tom Troy. Yep. One of the best human beings out yeah, there. Yeah, he's a great yeah, guy. Love great that guy. guy. So uh, very interesting how it played out. And. Uh, We'll uh, give you information on next year's anniversary party when we come back from the break. But first, uh, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. It's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, how much? And we're going to ask Scott first to what kind of person he is. Did I do this last week? Yes, radio right did. there. I did do it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, Seventy-five dollars. Start a conga line at a country and western bar. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely would do it. You might get a beating there, but it's okay. Yeah? I'm securing my masculinity. I yeah? stand up to pee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Is that a problem? I'll get those. <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that some kind of issue? I can't sit down to pee. It gets wet. So, you yeah. know, I have to stand up. It's a, it's a genetic you thing. You can yeah. control how much water it. you have in the bowl. There's, an, yeah. there's a setting. Oh, it's so saying. you have to raise yeah. your water? It doesn't yeah. have to be all the way up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do it. I absolutely would start a conga line because I'm, I'm, I try and be a fun guy, you know. All so right. I would have the I would have the guys out there in the cowboy hats doing it with me. Right. I'd be like, come on, take a mini vacation with recluse. There Let's we go. do a conga line. So, I've done it for free. I didn't even realize that money should have been on the table. It's the wrong thing for the wrong place. Right. But, but I'd still, you still yeah, do I've it? Done it. I've done it. Yeah? Yeah. The white buffalo when it, when it yeah, was this around. This one's easy. Really? Yeah. You're not getting away from the bar. Shut up, Barry. <laughs> I just want. I just want. You have to, you'd you have to actually do the car. I, I would do it with a drink in each hand. I'm leading it. My hands doesn't have to be on a hip. You the won't walk eight feet to get the ashtrays. You have someone get them for you to set up the show. You ain't starting no conga line. Not for seventy. Why don't you give bucks. us a little demonstration, Barry? We'll do a little conga line. Where do you fall on this? <laughs> it's not a country bar, so I wouldn't get the money. So no. Well, how much was it? Seventy-five bucks. Yeah, I'm not going to the country and western bar for $75. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) No, you're not a country guy? 
Huh? You're not a country I'm guy? just kidding. Yeah, I'd love to Are you to a country guy? guy? I, I know how to do the two-step, yeah. Yeah, I figure you as a country yeah. guy. You sound like it. You got the accent. Well, that's... Uh, you look it. You know, I'm you, from the, the way South Bronx. Yeah, the way you dress, you definitely look like a cowpoke. You got a big belt buckle? Uh, no, I don't have any big belt buckles. Belt, no? Yeah. Do you have Should a belt buckle we gave away? Uh, no, I didn't see that. I oh, it must have was, been in a daze of smoke from the... It road. was smoky. Yeah. It was a bev buckle, it's called. I'm not wearing it today. Uh, <laughs> it's a big belt buckle, but you pop a beer... And you flap it down, a thing pops up, and it's a bear rest. You need one for your thing. That's what yeah. you need doing this uh, tour. Okay. I'm going to look around and see if I got one. All right. You know, okay. He's perfect for it. If you think of a conga line, it's just I don't a think form people... of line dancing. So if line dancing works in a country bar, why wouldn't a conga work? It's line but, dancing. Yeah, Thank you for good. having sat there for the last five minutes <laughs> coming up for a rationalization why it's possible to do it. We very much appreciate it. So Not a problem. Ed Sullivan was out there interviewing the cigar celebrities, as Mr. Jonathan claims to have uh, coined. Claims to yes, have. You did. <laughs> I did it. That was my phrase. I know it was. Right. But now, see how it caught on, and now people don't believe that you did it. I had to fight for that for three years. You see the cigar gel we passed out? Yeah. I invented that. I know you did. And people, you invented that. I did. There was no such thing, and I invented the thing, and that's it. But here's how Cigar Liberty, now people are saying it, and nobody believes that you invented it, including myself, and I heard you do it. <laughs> Al Gore invented the internet, that's, right? I heard yeah, that. that's what I was thinking. That's I heard that. But yeah. anyway, Ed, tell us what you did. All right. So I didn't get to everybody. In fact, I, I didn't see Scott. Oh, I only don't, had oh you're giving it away. Listen, I, that would have been great, though, to see if anyone could actually identify Scott when he's on the show all day. Right. But what I did is I caught up with people and I asked them three questions. What was your first car? What do you drive now? And what's your dream car? You know, keep to the car theme. And we were right? giving away a car. So, uh, you, so you why not? So how many altogether? Uh, we got 11. All right. So there's 11 out there and you're going to hear them. Um, one, do all three across, right? Yep. One at a time, they're going to answer those questions. And then a one-second break in between each of them. And then you're going to hear it, the next person do it. And what you, the listener, needs to do is keep track of who these people are. Right. And then what you can do is actually, as you heard, Dave buys back some of these prizes. Right. So we wanted to give the listeners a chance to participate. So they have a chance to win. We have four prizes. prizes to give away. Yeah, so those prizes are, we've got a mini fridge. Was that the one with the cores on it? Or uh, I don't recall. No, I think it was just white. It had uh, oh, the one that held the six-pack. Six pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Perfect six-pack size. Uh, you don't have to even put beer in it. You could put no. soda. And we've got uh, a basket that's got popcorn, candy, and a video in it, right? Yeah, it's a popcorn bucket, and it's got the video of Smokey and the Bandit with all the candy and popcorn and stuff. So you, so you, got, you have a mini vacation, yeah, basically. Yeah, mini vacation. Yeah, we go. <laughs> and then we have two of the roadside emergency toolkits with the air compressors. So. Yeah. What we're going to do is uh, anybody who wants to enter and try to identify the 11 people should go to the contact us on thecigarauthority.com. And we're going to be sticklers about this. You have to actually follow the rules because we're going to get a lot of entries and we really need to be able to sort through them. So what you want to do is in the subject, write contest. Nice. And then in the mail itself, in the message itself, we need them numbered, one, two, three, four, right through 11, yeah. with a name next to it. 
And if you are going to skip one, just take a guess of any person because it's wrong if it's blank and it's wrong if it's correct. Correct. Because this is not simple. I don't know that anybody is going to nail it. Never mind four people. So I'll it, nail it. If, but, but it's going to be the the people to do the best. Correct. That's so, all. If you get four of them right and that's in one of the top four, you're going to get one of the prizes. And it, we're just going to randomly pick those per people who it's going to be. It's not, I don't know. Right. One prize is worth more than and the other prize. The other key thing, because we, we're not going to chase people to send the prizes. They need to win the message, put their name and their mailing address so we know where to ship the prize. Right. And if you put your email at, well, we automatically have your email. So we're yeah. able to tell you you won after. But you can listen to the show in two weeks, not next week, the week after. Right. Because in the event that we don't have four people get it, we'll, we'll run it for another week. And yeah. then, you know, we'll go to, okay, did somebody get uh, 10 out of 11? Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be a prize awarded. And then, you know, it could be somebody got two of them and they're, right. and they're in. Whatever it ends up being, because... It's we know these people very well, and you're probably going to get them all. Shut up, Barry. Yeah, I know you're going to start <laughs> rattling them off and be a show off that he knows what they are. But um, I guess let's do it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to treat you all like adults. I'm not going to mute you, but we got to be careful not to step on it because people need to be able to hear these voices. Okay. All right. And without further ado. I owned a 1976 Chevy three-quarter ton pickup truck that had more rust on it than paint. I uh, I drive a uh, a Mercedes S65 convertible. I think I, I think I'm driving it. Or if I could win this Smokey and the Bandit car night, that would be a nice one. All. I had a, I think it was a Buick uh, Regal or something like that. That's what I had in high school. Something I, I don't I don't recall real well. Actually, I share a car with my with my daughter. I have a a, a little C3 series, uh, and so since I'm never home, she gets to use it. So we share that. Well, you know, I, I kind of like trucks. I don't know if Miami's the right place for a truck. I kind of like a Raptor or Ford truck. It kind of will do it for me. <laughs> First car I owned was a piece of shit Ford Mustang, and not one of the cool ones from the 60s or early 70s. It was that really piece of crap that they were making in, like, the late 70s. And it literally, I had that car for about 35 days, and then I said there's no way I could live with it. Um, I'm driving a 2012 Ford F-150 Raptor. Oddly enough, that is the dream car. I think I'll just buy, yeah, I'll probably buy another one when I wear this one out. First car I owned was an old Silverado pickup. Now I'm driving a Hyundai Sonata because I'm on the road a lot, so I need good gas mileage. Dream car? Probably either a Tesla or an Audi. Uh, first car was a 1987 Dodge Ram pickup truck. I drive a uh, I drive a BMW 535 uh, M Sport, Ferrari. Ferrari's always been a dream car of mine. Uh, Enzo Ferrari was the dream car in uh, in college, so I'd say Enzo Ferrari would be the dream. It was a 1977 Mercedes Benz 240 diesel. Right now, I'm driving a pickup truck, a diesel pickup truck, Mitsubishi, 1967 Shelby Mustang. Oh, the first car I owned, my friend. Um, it was a Buick Skyhawk, a full sunroof all the way back, glass top. It was limited production. All right, so my daily driver is a Ford F-150 Platinum, but my midlife crisis is a C7 Z06 Corvette. Oh, my friend. I mean, listen, that Corvette, that Z06 is faster than I can even handle, so I'm happy with that. I'm a pretty modest guy. 
So I'm, I'm okay with that. Wow. The first car I owned was a 1987 Honda Civic that was given to me and my brother by my grandfather. I'm actually driving an Audi A5. It's the first car I've purchased in the United States in like 20 years. Dream car. Wow. That's a tough one. I love the, uh, you know, like the old Testarossas, like the mid 80 Testarossa fire engine red. First car I drove was a Mustang. I had a Mustang when I was in high school. I just I graduated from Mustang to Lexus. My uncle was an antique Rolls Royce collector. Maybe one day I will own a Rolls Royce. I've had a lot of cars passed down through me by my father. So uh, it's really cool because every all my friends always said, "What's that perfume that you put in your car?" And it, it's always a cigar that my father used to smoke. But the first car that I owned outright was a uh, Audi A4. Audi A4. Haven't changed. A new one, but at least, yeah. Audi A7. Yeah. If I'm living in the U.S., definitely an Audi A7. The first car I ever owned was a Mustang Ghia, 1974. I remember we got it for uh, $2,800 with car shaggy carpeting, AM, FM stereo, and an 8-track. Well, now I drive a Chevy Suburban. Well, I'm a big Aston Martin fan, so I like the Aston Martin DBS. It's a great car. I, you know, I just think it's a real well engine. I love the way that car purrs, the way it roars. It's got that horsepower. It's got that James Bond elegance, that simple, classy elegance. That's what I love about it. And that was number 11. All right. I'm confident I got 10 in the 11. Yeah, I got 10 as well. There's, 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 there's one really hard one, right. really hard. And number seven was the difficult one for me. Two, three, four, five, six. No. My yeah. friend? My friend? My friend? Yes. That's, that's the one you had a hard time yes. with? Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I got them all. You got it? You got them all? No, I got four of them. That's it? That's it. Wow, I'm well, such a geek. You've I, talked to some of these people thousands of times. Yeah. And some less so. Would you think everyone has been on the show? Um, no. I. Really? I think there. Uh, I think has my friend been on the show? Um, yes. Oh, he has. Yes. Jonathan probably knows whether everyone's been on the show. It's pretty close. Uh, one, two, three, four. I five. think they've been on, all been on the show. Yeah, I think everyone's been on. So if you're if you're an avid listener, so yeah. I thought you've heard them they've all. They've all been on. Be, yeah. All right. So that that's good. That works out. So, anyway. so yeah, what do you do again? If they're really motivated, they can go back and review the whole back catalog that, and match voices. Well, <laughs> you don't have to create. It's not. Uh, we're not giving away a Trans Am. We're giving away. <laughs> But that movie basket, though, yeah. I mean, that's worth working for. All right, so what they need to do is go to thecigarauthority.com, go to the Contact Us page, under Subject, write the word Contest, and then in the message, make sure you number them all, and you should have 11. If you don't know, put your own name in as a, a filler, Yeah. and then include your name and address where we're going to ship the prize. That's it, and we're going to run this for a couple of weeks, and then we're going to tell, tell you the answer in uh, not next week's show, the week after. Good? Good. Sounds good. All I, right. know, I know why, why Ed missed me, because mine's a giveaway. 
because well, I know my accent is ain't indistinguishable. You well, know, and pick you're, up truck, pick I'm up the only, truck. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm the only I'm the only Southern and, guy with the accent and, on the whole. And you're panel. on the show today. Yes. So, but uh, why don't you tell us what your first car was? First of all, Ed, my feelings aren't hurt, man. After two practice wives, I gave up having feelings a long time ago, <laughs> buddy. So, my first car was a 1970 Ford Galaxy 500 with a 390 ah, engine. Ah, look at you. Yeah. Whoa. Love that car. And what are you driving now? I drive a Jag. Nice. Yeah. And dream car? Uh, Ferrari 599XX. Wow. He's he a, had time to think about yeah, that. He's the real deal over here. Yeah. And so is the, is the cigar. The recluse Amadeus. Why Amadeus? Uh, okay, go back to that fire hydrant thing. Uh, I was trying to think of, man, this was difficult because every name that you can think of is, you know, somebody already peed on the fire hydrant and has the name trademarked and uses it. You're really into size. the uh, golden arts, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, <laughs> analogies are easier to understand than a long, drawn-out sentence. I don't want to clog up anybody's Sigmund Freud filter. would say there's something going on <laughs> here, but not me. <laughs> hey, not this is the toilet seat guy telling me that, yeah, right? He, he used to talk about toilet seats every show, I think, up until about two years ago. The um, so um, the Amadeus was I was trying to you know we came out me and J.R. Dominguez we came out with a new blend and I was trying to think about how wonderful that blend was it was the box press uh, shade cigar and I was just like this cigar is just fantastic and I was working for six months trying to come up with names I called J.R. what do you think about this ah it's good you know you know, whatever. And I call the sales reps. I said, what do you think about this? Oh, that one's good. You know, it's not bad. You know, I get all that. And then yeah. one day I was just sitting out on my deck, looking out over the lake, listening to some music. I don't remember what it was, but it made me think of uh, classical music. And I started thinking about Mozart. Okay. And I started thinking about mm, Mozart. No, I can't use that. Uh, and I started thinking about Johannes. And I started thinking about Wolfgang. I started thinking about Amadeus. And that's, when I got to the Amadeus, I thought about that name. It's like rays of sunshine came down from heaven. Right. The clouds parted. And I said, Rock me, me Amadeus. Yes. And Falco came to mind. Rock me Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. <laughs> and then um, so I called my attorney right away. And I said, hey, please check this out for me. He said it was available. And i tell you what's interesting about that name as well. Not only is it a great name, uh, but uh, my trademark had to have a release from the country of France for that name to be able to be used in the United States. Huh. Yeah. So I was able to get that release on that name. All right, so you're, you're you know? covered. Yes, I'm covered. All right. So, uh, yeah, we uh, that was a labor of love, like everything else is with these cigars. Yeah. And so I took my time to think of a name because I just didn't want to put something in there. And when, when, I, when I think of names for cigars, I think about the end consumer. Okay, that's what I think about. I think about, okay, what is going to roll off the tongue? If an end consumer comes in, is he going to say, uh, you got any of these... Bologna fried chicken, extra exceptional, Lijero number 28, yeah. V468. Or is he going to come in and say, or she going to come in and say, do you have any Amadeus Habanos? Yeah. Do you have any Amadeus Los Cabos? You know, something that rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's easy to say, and you don't feel like, you know, again, you don't feel like you're squatting to pee when you say it and asking for it. You know, can I have the flower of, yeah. you know, whatever. Back, back to the pee thing, just in yeah. case you're keeping track of it. That's it. We're going to go to break right now. <laughs> Scott Weeks, thank you for being here. Thank you. And uh, thank you for sharing the uh, recluse Amadeus Los Cabos. Find that in your local brick and mortar store real soon. And take yourself on a mini vacation. Absolutely. When we come back. Um, we're going to uh, the elephant in the room 
that be Barry Stein, is in Cigar <laughs> Journal magazine. So uh, so are we. And uh, we're going to talk about it, so stick around. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available on at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade 
on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is good smoke. This is the Cigar Authority. Smoke a cigar? Sure. The authority on everything cigar, in and out of the cigar industry. You'll get nothing and like it. With your host. You smoke vile cigars all day. David Garofalo. Oh, that's fine as long as you're imported. Mr. Jonathan. You should have caught me before my operation. Barry Stein. I never drink. Why? And Ed Sullivan. Might even lend you my light up. So it's time to light them up. <laughs> the Cigar Authority is here. You are finally done. It's all about nothing. And we are back broadcasting the second hour live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. The elephant is in the room. It's Cigar Journal Magazine, the best issue ever. If you ask me or any of us, it's because they did a story on us. Welcome back, everybody. Funny that to the you st- see it as they did a story on us. I saw it as they just did a story on me. You guys, you, took it yeah, you guys happen to be there. All right. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog, 
on thecigarauthority.com. All right, here's a cigar I was waiting for, and don't you wait. If you want the cigar, you have to buy the cigar right away, right? This yeah, is it's only done. 500 boxes per size, and then it's done. That's done. So yeah. t- tell us about it. It might be back again next year, but that's not set in stone. Okay. But you always want the first edition, right? Today's second cigar is the Aganorsa Leaf Signature Selection, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Aganorsa Leaf. The size is 6x44, which the company is calling a Corona Gorda, and it features a Nicaraguan Rosado Claro Corojo 99 wrapper, over a Nicaraguan Corojo 99 binder. The fill is consists of Nicaraguan Criollo 98 and Corojo 99, and a single cigar will set you back 919, while a box of 25 is just 202.99. Sword fight. Which is a savings of almost. I don't even want to look. I, I'm, I'm reading this, and I don't want to look at what you're sword fighting with. Back to the peeing again. There we go. A box of 25 is just 202.99, which is a savings of almost $27. Or 12% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. I would like to register an objection right out of the gate. This is not a Corona Gorda. This no. This is a Lonsdale. It's a, it's a little short Lonsdale or... A, how long? It's like, you exactly know what a Corona a Gorda is? It's exactly a Lonsdale. You know what is a Corona is? Isn't a Lonsdale 7x44? No, 6x44, right? Yeah, Lonsdale is a thin, was a thin Toro. Slightly longer, but I don't know. Or 6.5x44? A, a Corona Gorda would be a Toro. It would be an oversized Corona. Well, 6x47 is a Corona Gorda. No. Once you hit 50, it becomes this, a Toro. This is a Lonsdale. It's a Lonsdale. I think so, too. Anyway, nice um, gold in the bottom of it. Makes it look fancy. Uh, two bands, white. Uh, aesthetically beautiful. A little fan tail leaf of uh, their limited release, or one-time release, and we're going to see how it plays out anyway, but there's uh, so- many sizes of this. Yeah, and the fan tail only exists on the Corona Gorda size. Okay. And three people have told me so far this is the best size. Correct. It's not the size I had smoked. This is the best size. So, well, let's see about that. Um, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So, Aganosa Leaf is the name of the company now. Uh, it's gone through a few renditions over the years. Mm-hmm. Wheat pasta. No, see, last week on the Sack Authority, they did uh, shortbread, and to me, it tastes like a Lorna Dune. And you came in and tested it after? Yes. Just to see if we were correct with the Lorna Dune versus the... Irish version. Yeah. So so on the Lonsdale, and we'll go to the... The Cuban was the classic Lonsdale yes. size, yep. and it seems like they're typically running... Uh, about 6.6, 6.7, 6.5 inches. So right, a little bit and a half. Yeah. All right. Okay. This is six. How do you measure six? Dollar bill, right? 
Okay. I was wondering where you were going with that. I'm curious myself. Dollar bill. Nobody here has anything else to measure it with (laughs) other than the dollar bill. Uh, All right. Let's light her up. All right. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Glock. This is an all-plastic bodied lighter with single action, meaning you press the button down and the lid pops open. You get three jets in line, an easy adjustment wheel, and the patented Vertigo (coughs) big-ass tank. Vertigo Glock retails for fourteen ninety nine. It's flat. Fast I like it in by my name. I like it's flat and it fits in my pocket good. In your change pocket? I, I never knew that that was there because I use the other side because I'm lefty. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something. This right. morning. Nothing to whipping. No, oh. I was going out for <laughs> a cup of coffee around four, four a.m. And as you know, I take boxes of cigars and just leave them in the car. Yeah. Well, I happen to have a box in just this size. And in my defense, it was before I had coffee. I took it out of the cellophane, I cut it, and I lit it. But I did not take the foil off it. How did that taste? (laughs) Well, I'm thinking, this is not lighting very... uh, Oh, that is not right. See, if you stood up late, you wouldn't have had that problem. But by getting up early, you weren't fully awake, and that's but why you made the mistake. if you're staying up late drinking, you kind of have other problems. So you sometimes. are out of the house at 4 a.m., out yeah. of the house. Wow. Oh, sure. It's dark. It's dark. The world has not started yet. It's my favorite time of day before there's people. You would like it, Dave. I, uh, 4 a.m., I don't know if I'm well, up for that. Which, tur- turns out there are two 4 o'clocks, one in the right. afternoon and one in the morning. I usually don't see the 4 o'clock thing. <laughs> Five, I can see. Four no. is still night to me. It's not uncommon for me to wake up at 4.30. 4.30, 5 o'clock is about when my biological clock says, hey, it's time to get up, buddy. Yeah. Especially after we do the time change. I'll be all messed up. I'll all be up an hour all right, early. We better save this for the nothing show because we're running behind today. All right. So. so Cigar Journal Magazine, this is uh, third quarter 2018. Find that issue if you can. Listen, I tried to buy 500 copies yeah, of it, and I couldn't. There isn't five left downstairs. Yeah, there they isn't five. In. They're going to be gone quick. If, if uh, you take a look at the, it, it, the on the cover of it is Nick and Nicholas Perdomo, um, Nick Perdomo the third, and you the, the picture is with Nick actually standing behind his right. son, holding on to him. Is this telling you something? Is he passing the torch here? It's very interesting. Um, great article. Uh, Phenomenal. Yeah. So I, I really, say- it really lets you into the mindset of Nick Perdomo, it, how he's approaching his son having an interest in the business. Very, very interesting. Preparing for Perdomo's future is what the article is called. Did you see Reinhold's uh, editorial, by the way? Yep. First time uh, I've seen Cigar Journal pose the question about marijuana versus cigars. Right. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, and uh, the major growth of marijuana and the loss of smoking regulations to cigars. Uh, great. Lots of new releases in there, uh, and they go in-depth with these new releases. Uh, Many Lives of Lord Byron. Finally seeing an article um, with Nelson Alfonso, but this is Nelson Alfonso Jr., the, the most interesting thing is that a lot of the facts in the article I knew, but I did not know that Las Vegas, Nevada was named after Las Vegas, Cuba. There we go. So I did learn something. Also, uh, in the 90s, the Alfonso family was the first to register its own cigar brand in Cuba. The first privately held 
and owned trademark in Cuba since the revolution. Wow. And that, that was the product. It was a cigar, and it was Byron. Later, Atabay, later, Bandolero. Um, the cover story, um, as, as I mentioned, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that company and Nick taking a step back, which I've known Nick for a long, long time. Very, very difficult very difficult for him to do such for the longest time he himself ran all of the tours yeah he didn't let anyone else do it now he does it 50 50 with arthur right arthur kemper um who i'm sorry i didn't see at the show this year he didn't end up coming i expected to see him sorry to miss uh he missed out on there um the top ratings 95 goes to the uh padrone 40th maduro and it's very interesting to look through that because we are tasteless for it, and we used to get the answers in advance right. of what we smoked and what it was. They don't even tell us anymore. So now we have to wait for the issue to come out and try to say it must yeah, which, have been that. Yeah, which one was that? Um, the other one was the Perdomo Estate Selection Maduro at a 94. Where to smoke in New York City? Did you go through that, Barry? Yeah, I saw that. I thought yeah. they left off a few places. Ah, okay. I, I, I don't, I don't know um, that very well. I'm not going to uh, mention names, but the lowest rated cigar in there was a 70 ring gauge cigar, and my, that, that's why I didn't mention it. That's okay. Well, the interesting <laughs> thing about that is that the people that smoke cigars professionally that do the ratings gave it a low rating, and I'm sure the ring gauge had something to do with it. And I think that that company should put that rating on their box. Because the guy that smokes a 70 ring gauge doesn't care about a rating. He cares about the value of that cigar that he's getting. I think that that would be a great marketing thing for them. Interesting. They get the lowest score in this edition. And it was a 70. Correct. A perfect 70 for your 70 ring gauge. There we go. <laughs> I'd say they don't go with it. Story of Cigar Jaws. I found that interesting where they have Nelson Alfonso who created most of the cigar jars and not mentioning him in there or showing any of his jars, yes. although showing other people's jars that were ripoffs of his jars. 100%. <laughs> so, it, you know, going into the trade show with Nelson Alfonso walking, you know, to the booth from the front, we pass by other people's booths and you see him turn his head and look at certain <coughs> things and he goes, that's mine. That's mine. You know, it's him ripped off everywhere he goes of all his design work, but he can't do anything about it because he does the design work for Habanos. And then they rip off Habanos. He, it's not ripping him off because he got paid to do it. So there's nothing he can do there. Uh, the Prince of Smoke, Hiroshi Robania. Nice article there. Yeah. And then we get to page 108, which was awesome. I didn't know it was going to be in there. We know they they do it, did it, they wrote a story about us almost two years ago right and they sent the photographer in here months ago yep. and um by the way same photographer that we had at the at the party uh at the Guys anniversary really party did a good job uh, yeah um the best show about nothing and cigars the cigar authority it was great right it was awesome i was proud to be quoted twice yeah it was a uh, it was a good time to i'm read. a little upset about the writer simon because uh he used my first and last name and not Mr. Jonathan. And I specifically asked him <laughs> not to put my last name in there, but he did anyways. So now you can find out Mr. Jonathan's real last name. If you follow of, me on social media, it's there. Yeah. They wouldn't let me do it either. And after that, I kind of lost interest in the magazine after I got through that. But we'll, we'll get to uh, more. <laughs> well, you got, you got the legacy of the both Hendrick Kellers. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Dave, but let's Dave, right now. Can, I, can yeah. I just ask you a question, though? Yeah. I mean, what do you think of the picture of me in the magazine? You're... 
lighter than we are. Right. Color, color wise, you're in front. Like, um, it looked like weekend at Bernie's, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. Like you were already deceased. Correct, because you know uh, Pete, who we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete says to me when I went, I stopped by Nashville. He said, "What did you think of the picture of you in in the magazine?" I said, uh, "Eh, I wasn't crazy about it." He said, "Yeah, you're right. You look kind of thin, old, and sick. Like maybe you have a disease." <laughs> Nobody's happy with what they look like. Are you happy with what well, they look like? Well, I love what I look like. Yeah, I hate what I look like. No, I'm not happy. But, but I have a mirror. It, it makes me really a... what I look like. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't use mirrors, clearly. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm fine with how I looked. It just kind of made me unhappy that Pete thought I looked like I was dying. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were already dead. Oh, In the right. article, I had to just text you to make sure you were alive <laughs> when I saw it. All right, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. We did. We did. Yeah. And the intro and the outro is longer than the cigar news. (laughs) Yeah. Because this week, what we got is Fred Rui of Nomad Cigars has sold his brand to Ezra Zion. The brand was founded in 2012. And it was sold for an undisclosed amount, and that's what's up in the cigar world. Interesting that uh, it was sold, and it was sold to a company that has no predicate predicate brands, and they bought a company with with no no predicate dates. It makes no sense. Because you're not solidifying your future in any way, shape, or form. You you got some cash to buy somebody. You buy somebody that you could... That's what I think, unless there's something else going on in there. But we'll dig deeper, because next week's show... uh, is about nothing, so and, we'll, we'll yeah. figure out and what that is. And that's still what's up. That is. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? Back at the Cigar Journal, uh, they did the Day in the Life. Uh, I love that segment all the time. Favorite article in the magazine. Always. It always is. Great story of somebody you will probably never know. Yep. Uh, I've had the luck of meeting these people over the years going into the factories, but we're talking about a factory worker. In this case, somebody that works for Brickhouse and making it in there. And it's just a day in the life of them. Uh, very nice uh, what they do. And um, also is the story of the Kellners. Yes. This is Hanky Kellner, Klaus Peter Kellner. And Hanky Jr. And a story of that family. They've been in the cigar business uh, w- as it goes to Klaus Peter his whole life. Um, well, and, and um, Hendrick Jr. as well, right, his whole life. Right. So, uh, interesting story there. And uh, toasting cigars. Yeah, to toast or not to toast. That is the question. Yeah. And they go pretty deep. And we talked about that with Tony V, right? Yeah. Uh, just a couple weeks ago. And um, he didn't know that that's what he's supposed to do. We tell you these things. It's not what you're supposed to do, but we enjoy it better. And, and you should give it a try and see if you enjoy cigars We better. notice it enhances the enjoyment through years of practice. Right. 
So we're sharing the knowledge. Right. Now, that said, if you only have one lighter and you're on vacation for two weeks, don't toast. You're going to run out of gas. Just right, light right. it up. Do the best you can. Or buy a can of fuel, one way or the other. But if you're interested in that uh, issue, find it at your favorite brick-and-mortar store. You'll see Nick and Nicholas Perdomo on the front cover. Or subscribe to it, which is the best way to do it. Subscribe online, uh, cigarjournal.com. That's right. Right? So uh, find that and uh, see our friends at Cigar Journal. Frankly, a fantastic magazine anyway. This one in particular, I thought, and maybe because I'm in it a few times or whatever, but pretty damn good either way, skipping those articles. Uh, thank you so much to Reinhold and the people at Cigar Journal they for have it going on. Um, you know, mentioning us, uh, doing something on us, so uh, we're honored to be part of that. This issue definitely had some extra weight to it. There we go. Here Is that a go. fat joke? Yes. You're making yeah. fun of Dave's weight? There we go. I'm allowed to because I'm a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so early thoughts here on Agadosa Signature Selection, and I'll start by prefacing. I'm starting to really dig smaller ring-gauge cigars, and Ed Sullivan's the cause of it. Yeah. Welcome to the dark side. Um, you know, things that are in the in the 42, 42 to 48, yep. um, really good. Um well, you could even, smoke even more the, cigars during the day. Yeah, but there's, there's, it's more concentrated, right? And more flavor concentrated. And they're stronger, too, right? Oh, my God. They're, they are stronger, so yeah. I just smoke smoke. <laughs> smoke. No, I, I really do believe that also. We, we got, we, you know, I, I smoked a bigger engaged cigar on here, and it was mellowed out compared to the, the flavor I'm getting from this. No one ever argued about the flavor. It was nicotine strength. I'm not talking about nicotine. I but never stop me- using I, the word stronger. Stop using the word nicotine. I'm not mentioning <laughs> nicotine at all. We don't have a calibration for it. We do have a calibration. You smoke it and you go, oh, that one got me a little buzzed. That has a lot of nicotine in it. I'm smart. You're dumb. I'm oh, big. God. You're little. I'm right. You're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about That's it. something I could do about it. <laughs> all right. You like the cigar? I do like this. It's a very good cigar. I urge you to go find the cigar fast. And I urge people to take the foil off before yes. lighting it. Yes. If you, you know the, the Portuguese muffins? Mm. So if you had... Portuguese bread. If you mm-hmm. add n- not, yes. just, not just salted butter, but you put the salted butter on the Portuguese bread, and then you just Is there add a... salted butter? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Then you add a pinch of salt to it. It's a little more salt than what is in butter normally. It's a little saltier than that, but there's a fatty component so you need that to, Portuguese sweet bread. So you need to get the salt, unsalted butter, then you need to add the salt. No, no, no. You get salted butter, and you add a little oh, bit more, more salt to that. It's a little saltier than what butter... So, butter doesn't present salty to me. I use salted, unsalted butter almost exclusively, because then you're controlling the Correct. salt content. What's wrong with the, the blend of salt to... To butter ratio, I think because it, then you, if you add salt to the, if you salt your meat, for example, you end up having a salty dish. So I think it's fine to use the salted on, um, for example, popcorn. Well, something like raisin, something like raisin that. toast. Raisin toast. You need it. It brings out the sweetness of the raisin. Absolutely. Ba- Barry's starting to rub off on you. You're a one-trick <laughs> pony over there. Yeah, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Now, when you go to a pop tart, do you use oh, salted Jesus butter or unsalted <laughs> butter? Have you ever put butter on a pop tart? Uh, it's so freaking good. And he's right there. He's, he's got it. Barry, Mama liked, you you liked to party when you were in her belly. Just, just so you know, his phone rang the other day, and it was. Mama liked to party when you were in her belly. Let me drink and she did some. Mama liked to party when you were in her belly. That's why you are dumb. Because uh, your mother was partying, she was staying up late at night instead of going to bed early. Whatever. Anyway, let's go to break. When we come back, 
Guess Sorry. what's coming up in the uh, upcoming show? Barry coughing. We're going to have a whole show on Barry it's be coughing. A thirty-minute segment of just him coughing. What's up at next year's anniversary party? We're going to tell you about that too, and along with uh, uh, we're live at the Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. 
what I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Hank Kellner. And my son, Class Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Look at you picking it up where they left off. Here we go. We're smoking the Aganosa Signature Selection. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. This is one that is out there, 500 boxes, so there's not many people that have it. Look for it. Try it. Nice cigar. What? possesses you when you're making a purchase decision at, a, at the trade show somebody says oh we're only making 500 boxes it's the same amount of work to get someone to try this as it is something that they can get all the time why even bring it in i typically don't like that but i am liking their cigar so much i wanted to try it for myself anyway so whatever amount and i don't think they allowed us to order whatever we wanted they said you're going to get some so i said i'll get some and We'll see how it is. And we even thought, should we even bother putting it on the show if we're not going to be able to have it? We're looking. Don't put the Robustos on there because there's none, none of right. those left. Okay, which one should we end up smoking? You guys say this one is the one. So, okay, let me smoke this one. Uh, but, yeah, this is going to be gone uh, in days. By the time I come back from my vacation next week, they'll be gone. And you're coming back it's on a whole the week. I'll sell them all here. It's not they'll even be a gone real estate. before the weekend's over. Anyway, people say to me, when do you get ready for next year's anniversary party? And the answer is... A month ago? <laughs> right. Before this one even is over. Because I, right after the show, we used to say, okay, now let's start working on it. It's not enough time. A year isn't enough time to get it all together. So we have figured out already what we're going to do. So next year's event will be September 11th, 9-11 day, which is not nice, but... 
We're lucky to get what we can get when we can get it. So it's Wednesday, September 11, 2019, and the event is going to be called The Hangover Experience. So we're going to, to Barry to uh, <laughs> tell us. Uh, do you do hangovers, by the way? get hangovers? It depends what I drink. Yeah. But you saw the movie The Hangover. Yes. So in the movie The Hangover, four guys got together. And they went first class, and they went to Las Vegas, and they got a big giant suite. Are you going to supply a baby for this? There'll be you no need babies. a baby. You need a tiger, and you need uh, Mike Tyson. So maybe not the baby. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know, one of your employees who dressed a little bit like Burt Reynolds this year yeah. is already looking to rent like a, a fake realistic-looking baby with a pouch, and he's already thinking he's going to go dressed up as that next Oliver year. Oliver is out of control. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get... Call Mike Tyson to try to get him well, for the event because if I do, he may, he may die. He'd probably work cheaper than Burt worse Reynolds, than that. Though. Worse than if he died. What if he loses his ass and punches one of us in the face? Or someone says, "All right, here's the challenge: a hundred thousand dollars, and you take up a collection, and I end up getting knocked out by Mike Tyson." I remember you agreed to take a punch from Mike Tyson. Mm. Yeah, I think it was either Mike Tyson or. I think it was Mike Tyson. We can go back because this audio was out there. And wouldn't that be something? Okay, here it is. And then you say, no, I'm not doing it. And say, okay. Pass the plate around. No, it's some good money. I'll just whisper in Mike's ear and say, I think you said you'd do it, it for nothing you, just because you'd want to do it. I'm going to got to go back to some old episodes. I'm going to need to get a mouth guard. Yeah. Spent an awful lot of my teeth. Yeah. Knock you out. Knock your teeth out. <laughs> Even though he's he's in his 50s, right? Oh, yeah. He's no joke, so. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how it plays out. Tickets will go on sale Saturday, May 4th, 2019. May the 4th be with you. Right. Star Trek Day, May 4th. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Same you, thing. You just, you just pissed off a whole bunch of <laughs> same <laughs> thing. It's the same. I don't think they were listening or watching no, this show. No. <laughs> Um, May 4th, Saturday, tickets will go on sale. May 4th, Saturday, tickets will sell out. So there's so many people that come to us the week of the event and looking to buy tickets. Forget it. It's not happening, buddy. And, you know, I appreciate our listeners to the Cigar Authority because we got people from all around the country. You know, it's an event for Two Guys Smoke Shop and our customers and things like that. But people got on planes, got up early the next day. Vic Anderson. Yep. And we have somebody in the studio audience from Homestead, Florida. Right. Florida, yeah. California, Texas, uh, Oklahoma. We're hearing all these states of people that were there. It was awesome. Uh, I hope it was good for you. It came all this way and you still had fun. He said fun he's never and, missing another one. Yeah. 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 They are the... So they, they come up here and I don't know if the people caught the news. I think it was national news um, right where we were. Houses the next day. Imagine if it happened that day. It was the day after uh, that houses yeah. blew up. Yeah, they, gas leak. Gas Nobody leak. would have been able to get to the place. Right. So, I mean, the major highways right around the general area we were yeah. in were shut down. We squeaked by with the, with the weather. The rain happened earlier in the day and stopped. And then the next day, houses blew up. And it's, it's Armageddon. Armageddon over there. By the way, Rudy's pissed off. He said it's not the same thing. No. No, the May the Fourth thing, the mm. Star Trek, Star Wars. Mm. You, you just started a war with our uh, friends. Right, so, which one is it? Star Wars. Star Wars. May Fourth. May the Fourth yes. be with you. Is this? No, that's Star Trek. <laughs> that's Star Trek too. Okay. <laughs> Dave just flashed the uh, live long and prosper sign. <laughs> I'm not a sci-fi guy, but and they this both is how the Vulcan gives you the finger. Just so you guys know. <laughs> yeah. 
My God. Okay. Um, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Who says print media is dead? Dave. In Pulaski County, Missouri, sits the tourist destination of Uranus. And a new newspaper will start up next month, and it'll be called the Uranus Explorer. <laughs> Located about 130 miles outside of St. Louis, the destination includes businesses such as the Uranus Fudge Factory, Fort Uranus, Escape Uranus, Combat Uranus, and the Uranus Brewing Company. Located on the historic Route 66, Lindsay Teal, who does marketing for the locale, described it as a family-friendly destination, and she invites everyone to visit her in Uranus, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me true? away. True. 100% true. Take me away. It's oh, the worst marketing ever. <laughs> where life is beautiful all Remember Vegas tried to make it a family, family fun location, and where were they going with that? That was crazy. That didn't work either. Uranus. Uranus. Uh, next week, we're going to wing it. People asked for it. We're going to try it. Nobody asked for Somebody it. Somebody <laughs> asked for it. In Cigar Journal Magazine, it says, it's the Cigar Authority, the best show about nothing and cigars. And that's what we're going to do. We've never done it before. Nine years going. We're coming in with no script, with nothing. We got our segments that we have to do, so there's going to be that placed in order so that we have it. But we're going to have nothing. Yeah, it's not even a page. Usually we got an outline, but this is... The cigars we're going to smoke, not, no information. It's going to be bring a cigar or do whatever you're going to do, and <laughs> we're going to see what happens. You're really, you're really going with this. Like, no, nothing. 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 I thought the show prep you sent me was a joke. That's <laughs> yeah, real. That's it. That's the whole show prep. It's a piece of paper that says we got to make sure we get to these segments. Other than that... We don't know what cigars we're smoking. No. So when will Barry that decision be made? <laughs> bring your own. Bring your own. Bring, okay. bring a we'll cigar eight, or buy eight, a cigar. Eight, and possibly eight different should, cigars. Should we do that? Just bring a couple of your favorites? Whatever. Or right. buy a cigar or do it. Or I'm not telling you to do anything. Be a non-smoker. You can't ask any questions because it, mm -hmm. it's nothing. <laughs> so if we start talking about something, you're going to say, no, you've got to stop talking. You can't talk about anything? No, you can talk, but... <laughs> It's not as long as there's no substance. It's okay. Correct. Don't be prepared for anything. See, this is next week's show right here. This so you want it. me to be Barry? Yes, be Barry. <laughs> Every day of his life. Yep. Unprepared is the way to go. Be unprepared, and this tells you that we're running out of stuff, the right? No. Six, six employees. We only have eighteen. Six employees asked for Barry's job next year at the anniversary party. Yeah. He was holding the heater from floating away <laughs> for four hours. They want his job. It did it float away? It did. Where, where, where oh, it was did. there a heater? That thing you were sitting on, that was a heater. I saw it before the show started. I'm saying six people wanted your job. All right. So that's next week, a show about nothing. The following week will be one year at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And with us is going to be guitars and cigars, Jason Land, the following night. 
We're going to have him. If you're interested in being part of that, I'd love you to do it. We're going to do it here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. Cigars and Guitars Smoking Session with Jason Land, the Cigar Ninjas. At Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, Friday, September 28th from 6 to 9 o'clock. Bring a guitar and jam with us or just sit back and enjoy the music, which is what I'm going to do. And they're going to go. You're going to play. I don't know. You're going to play. These, these little fat, chubby fingers with <laughs> in we'll your ukulele. Yeah, yeah ukulele. We'll just get a little ukulele and you can All right. jump in there and play you got, a, you, could, you got a ukulele? You could sing Tiny Bubbles. Yeah. Well, what was that Tiny Tim one? That was a ukulele. Tiptoe through the, the tulips. tulips. Tiptoe through the tulips. Note for note, cigar tasting notes and music notes. We're going to pair them together. We're going to taste cigar, say it's pea pods and things, whatever you say, and then we play. It's as dumb as the movie one. Yeah. Let's pair them with movies. Wow, you're like, you poo poo everything. The show with I don't poo poo. I don't poo poo everything. And then the, I'm the very notes concerned. For notes. I'm He's very Mr. concerned. You're negative he Nancy. Wants, he wants to do a show where there's no prep. He's going to That's be, what you wanted to do when we started this yeah, whole thing. He's going to be an animal all week long, stressed out about the show. You're not going to have to deal with it. Don't you see that you're in love with each other? <laughs> <laughs> don't you see it? Are you a little nervous that you, you love can't hold me. a conversation? He loves uh, me. He thinks I Barry, I'm just, I don't know what we would have done problem. getting through that Scott interview without you. That's all I'm saying. I don't have an anger problem either. You're a very angry man. Yeah, I do not have an You're a very angry man. All right, cigars and guitars. We need some people to sign up for this. $49 includes hors d'oeuvres, three cigars, backstage passes, Cigar Ninja's online course. Hang out with us. We need you. Please come sign up. It's a tough one. This has been a tough one to sell. Usually we sell out of everything. This is a tough one. I need your help flying in all the way from California. Come on, sign up. We're only less than two weeks away. So we need to do that. And uh, if you have some ideas for shows, send that to us, too, because we're doing a show next week about nothing. He's asking me a question about Bear Hill Country Club. Bear Hill Country Club. I think you can buy tickets from them. To the public, yeah. I'm not sure. Do you have any more random questions you'd like to ask, Walter? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That, I don't know. Uh, that are not germane to this discussion whatsoever? Germane. I don't know why I've got to bring up the guys from Jackson 5. <laughs> I have no idea why he keeps bringing that up. Okay, right now, uh, let's get to the classic three-way. Brought to you by you Classic. Of epic Rap Battle. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In Classic History. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Who is our champion? I think it's Ed Sullivan. Is it not? Yeah. When in doubt, it's Ed It usually Sullivan. is. <laughs> or, or you would remember it was you. <laughs> yeah, they remember. I forget. Yeah. Today's September 15th, Ed Sullivan. And the first broadcast ever... This is the time of year when the new new TV shows and stuff mm. come on. 
So in September 15th, it was the first broadcast ever of Columbo. Cigar Smoking Columbo on NBC TV. What year was that? 1967. 67, he says. Ooh. 66. 66. 69. 69 for the point. 69. It's 71. 71. Barry Stein gets a point. And over to you, Mr. Jonathan. Google.com is registered as a domain name today. September 15th. What year? Google.com registered as a domain name. 1995. 95, he says. 1996. 96. 2000. 2000. And Barry Stein will take the point at 96. It's 1998. Vietnam, plat- platoon, born in New York City, New York, was born today. What year? 1947. 47. 1951. 51. 42. 42 for the point, because they're over. 46. Mr. Jonathan's got a point. Ed Sullivan has zero. Barry's got two in the lead. Back to you, Ed Sullivan. Tommy Lee Jones, American actor, executioner's song, Bloody Monday, The Fugitive, born in Texas, Tommy Lee Jones, 1950, 1950, Dan Marino, NFL quarterback from the Miami Dolphins, born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, was born. What year? 1955. 55. I don't follow baseball. 1967. 67. 1960. 1960 for the point, Ed Sullivan. It's 61. So we got a game here and one question to go. No tiebreakers. Ed Sullivan is one. Mr. Jonathan is one. Barry is two. You guys need somebody Barry's needs three. Three. Three, yeah. Ooh. Somebody needs two points to tie him. And it goes over to Barry. Prince Harry. Harry Charles Albert David Windsor. Prince of Wales. The fifth in the British succession. Born in London, England. Today, what year? 1984. 84, he says. I had 85. 85. 1990. 90. Somebody did get two points, but it's Barry Stein. Damn it. And our champion, five points, Barry. You did good. You did good. How's the cigar treating you? I had to relight it twice. But I've been doing a lot of talking. Yeah, you talk too much. No, I had to talk a lot. Because you guys weren't helping me out It's very duddy. Some hints of coffee. And a slight undertone of like a... A creamy vanilla, like an A and W cream soda. Uh, he says he, he said he he hit all four major flavor <laughs> profiles. He's just winging stuff against the wall and seeing what well, sticks. I don't have any coffee at all, but no coffee that, whatsoever. Other than that, I think he nailed it. I'll give you a little bit of the sweetness from the cream, cream soda. Soda. You're just an angry. There's no bubbles. Today. You are angry. He is angry. You're already angry. You you're, you're short fuse. You do. You're negative <laughs> and you're angry. Dave, don't let him wear that. And suit he tells anymore. he says it about me. 
and it's you. You're, you're projecting. Look in the mirror. You're projecting right now. I don't like it. I don't like that I'm, I'm being perceived <laughs> negatively by everybody. Uh, we'll have to get into that next week. All right, because we have nothing else to talk about. So that's it. We're out of time. Next week, uh, Cigar Journal said that uh, we are a show about nothing, so we're going to try it. Let's see if we really are. A show about nothing. Besides our segments, we're going to go without show notes, any plans, a show about nothing next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, it's very possible you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, so always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.